can't do anything about the length of your life, but you can do something about its width and depth. Evan Esser. This is Sincerely Yours, and I'm your host, Cece Denno. Welcome to Sincerely Yours. This is a podcast about making sense and making it through life where I provide tips and tricks and helpful suggestions along the way. At the beginning of every single podcast, we do have quotables and I would love to have a quotable from you. So if you are listening, feel free to send one in. You can send it by email. The email is sincerelyyours at rainme.com or you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at ccknowsall or on Twitter at sincerelyccd. We have our big anniversary show. It is five years since I started this little podcast way back when, and uh, a lot has changed in five years. I've done over a hundred episodes and made some amazing connections with some people through the podcast. And, um, I almost can't believe that I, it's been five years and I'm still podcasting, but here we are. Um, we have survived dating and, um, getting married and a pandemic and, uh, bad jobs and good jobs and, uh, just lived life in so many ways. And, uh, I, I am thrilled that you are also following along and listening and doing all the things with me. So we have this anniversary show. And since my first show way back in that September of 2015, we had a very special guest. It is my good, good, good friend, Cedra. And she joins us again as she gives her updates on life and her philosophy on living life and and everything and, and anything in between. So let's go ahead and dive right in.
We welcome Cedra back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Cedra. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I cannot believe that I am so happy that you're here. I cannot believe that it has been five years, but it is so great to have you back on. Thanks so much again. I can't believe that you've done five years of this podcast. Like, hats off to you for sticking with something. Lately, people can't stick with things for more than five minutes. So I think it's like just a testament to you to be able to deliver like important, thoughtful, you know, useful content. I think it's awesome. That is so kind. Thank you. Yeah, I I really do try to put out the podcast. And this year it's been a little rocky with the pandemic and the (laughs) wedding, of course. (laughs) As all things, it's a little rocky. But I I pushed through and made sure to continue with the episode. So let's hear some updates from you. So, yeah, no, I guess everything is just a little rocky, isn't it? I mean, the pandemic has affected people in so many different ways like personally I knew somebody who contracted COVID who was very ill like on the pearly gate doors and came back from like a miraculous break of death from this whole thing and I think that was like the biggest shocker wow you don't think healthy you don't think even if a person is older that's completely healthy is going to be so ravaged by this disease. And then when you see it, it just puts like everything into a very stark perspective. Like Mm -hmm. this is not a joke. This has never been a hoax. Don't let anybody lie to you. It's very, very real. And I think a lot of people who have not been like affected by it firsthand, think of it as this distant thing, but I'll tell you, there are 200,000 people, 200,000 families in the United States of America that are affected by it firsthand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That have lost people that have, like, dealt with this firsthand, and it's not distant to them. So, I mean, thankfully, we live in Massachusetts, and I know not everybody gets that pleasure of paying our taxes. Right, but right. I think people so far aren't in our neck of the world have taken it really seriously, have worn their masks, have social distance, have stayed inside. They're not throwing ragers. You know what I mean? Things Mm -hmm. that like really make a difference. And I think that's why the state in a whole is doing so well compared to the rest of the country. And, you know, just like, I think everybody's just pitching in to do their part because this is not going away. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not, we were promised that it would go away in summertime when the weather got warm. It'd be a miracle, you know, poof, it'd just go away. But no, it's not. It's cold again. And mm-hmm. here we are still dealing with it. Right. I completely agree. And I think because Massachusetts was hit so hard first, everyone saw how destructive the virus can be. And so everyone here, like you said, are wearing their masks. They are taking it seriously. And you were working in person with the public and and right and did not contract it which is so incredible oh i mean i worked in uh in a store for the for the majority of the pandemic during the high season of the pandemic i guess i could say and i have to say that the owners were so fervent 
and diligent about all of us always having PPE, okay. always having like access to wash our hands, making sure that everybody that came in the store was wearing a mask, was protecting themselves and the workers mm-hmm. because, you know, they just knew that it's, it's so detrimental. And honestly, I've worked for a family run business and I really hate when companies talk about like being a family oriented company because I think it's malarkey. Like I really don't think any company runs like that. Obviously we live in a capitalist society. The point is to make capital. Mm -hmm. But I have to say for the first time, like in my life and I've had a long life and I've worked for tons of different people. um, This was the first time where they were like, we take care of our people first. We take care of our house first. Like the country was out of, uh, the Clorox wipes, but I had a case of it at my house because my, the owner of where I worked was like, I want you to take a case home. Everybody's getting a case to take home. It's wow. on us. We want you guys to be safe. Like that has never, that's never happened in the history of the world to right. anybody. That is so <laughs> incredible. Yeah, that is a true testament to how, how much they cared about you and your safety. Exactly. They gave us, a, they gave us face mask they gave us face shield they gave us gloves they gave us the sanitation lights like they gave us um how do you call it the purell mm-hmm. anything that they could get their hands on they bought for the store they bought for the employees of the store they made sure that we were safe because well if we're not safe and we can't come to work they know that the whole operation shuts down right you know right they employ a mm-hmm. hundred people within the city of cambridge somerville and boston Obviously, if we get sick, they have to shut down, you know, they Mm -hmm. have to shut down their whole operation. And I know that ultimately it's a good deed that they did. And I know that they were really looking out for like us, but in in the sense they were looking out for themselves too, because can't make any business if nobody's there. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, definitely. And so um, as of now, you've moved on to a new opportunity and, and what's on the horizon? Well, I kind of, I change course when it comes to careers pretty often, only because, like, I don't believe in sticking to one thing. Like, if you're a doctor, I think that's amazing. If you're, like, a neuroscientist, that's amazing. That's your life goal. That's, like, your drive. You know, you want to figure out that puzzle. For me, my puzzle is life. (laughs) Right, right. I want to try, I want to try to do as many things as I can. So now I've changed course again and it's an old hat. It's a familiar hat, but I'm excited to be back in the insurance arena. I'm excited to learn a different facet about it. And so now I'm just working on that, working to become like, you know, the best I can be at that. Mm-hmm. And again, like figure out those puzzles and see where that leads me because I just think it's exciting to try something again or try something new and go for it. Why not? I mean, there's nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you have nothing to lose if you learn something new. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent to trying. Like, um, I think as we get older, we get so set and comfortable in what we know how to do and how to do it that we don't really branch out. And really when you branch out, that's where you find life and find all the puzzle pieces. Exactly. I don't understand. And I mean, I do understand people that stay in jobs for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. If you're comfortable, you know it, 
you feel secure in it, you're happy with it. I'm not that person. I could change a career every five years. If, you you know, could change a country. <laughs> change a country, change the zip code, honey, I'm on the plane. Okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when this pandemic is over, I am certainly going to change again because the world is wide and full of wonder and life is just so short. I mean, like I said, I've seen... <laughs> I've seen how how life can like ravage you. I can I've seen how like death can like destroy. So like I want to be able to see it all before I have to go. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why I can't. There's no reason why anybody else can't. I think people get really afraid. You know, mm-hmm. people get really bogged down by you know the responsibilities of oh they have to do this or they have to do that. Okay, if you have to do it, guess what? It's going to be there always. Always. <laughs> so right, right. Yeah. If, if, if you have to do, like, let's say you have to pay your student loans, right? Totally understand we're suffering. Our generation is just crushed under this deadbolt weight, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's not going anywhere. So why don't you go somewhere? Take it with you. It's Don't true. Don't <laughs> If you can pay it, and we can do everything from our palms now, you know, we have the, the luxury of everything being so instant with cell phones, then if you can pay your student loan online, why do you have to stay in America to pay it? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Who told you that? Right, right. Oh, I know. I, I, I love hearing that, that, um, we can tell people to leave just because I think a lot of what Americans struggle with is because they've never left. Oh, of course. I mean, I think a lot of times like I watch these silly shows on television and people like stepping outside of their city for the first time, much less the country. I'm just like, do you, do you know how big the world is? (laughs) There's a, there's so much more than your hometown or your home country. And there's nothing wrong with being from a place. You know what I mean? There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with loving Boston and being from Boston and loving the Red Sox and dying for the Patriots and rooting for the Celtics and, you know, wishing that the Bruins would, the, would win the Stanley Cup. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think people should be open to experiencing more. Mm-hmm. There's just so much more. So much more. And I guess I'm just a person is I want to know I want to know it all you know I want to be insufferable (laughs) I want to see it I want to experience it you know I want it to shake me up I want it to break my heart I want it to make me feel alive because why not yeah work will always be it it will always be there yes so so many words of wisdom it is always such a pleasure to have you back on the podcast and and we'll have to have you back again for year six. So thank you, Cedra. <laughs> I will hopefully be calling from a different zip code that time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you.